Hello, folks, and welcome back to Aspiration Athletics. This is Devin here, and I'm joined with Mallory Grist again. Um, it's been a while since we've been back on the podcast. Uh, Mallory and I have been pretty darn busy um, doing a bunch of uh, traveling, and uh, we've got some exciting news to share. So that's kind of what this podcast is serving as today, and this episode is just updating uh, all of you on um, some of the inner workings of what's to come with Aspiration Athletics and what's to come with some of our future endeavors. Um, so without further ado, let's go ahead and uh, kind of shed some light on what's been going on the at least the last what, couple of months that, that we've uh, been rather busy and, and at least absent from uh, some of the podcasting stuff. Um, so just to give some of our listeners an idea of what's going on here, uh, Mallory has decided to move to Springfield, Tennessee, and uh, we both agree that that is going to be um, a place where we want to continue to grow uh, the business together. So I'm super excited to have her on the uh, show today. Uh, We're going to talk a little bit about, you know, what's been going on with us and uh, what we plan to do here in Springfield um, as well as kind of the traveling and such in between. So um, kicking things off today, uh, go ahead and shed some light on what spawned this move. Um, you know, we're, we're coming from Ann Arbor, Michigan originally. Um, so, you know, that's, that's quite a distance, right? So uh, let, let's talk a little bit about that. What, what occurred that, um, at least in, in your mind, Mallory, uh, was the, the shifting point or the turning point that's, uh, that, that you decided to um, make that leap of faith here? It was a lot of things, but my family is here. And so that was something that was big for me that pushed me in this direction. And um, getting away from the cold Michigan weather is another thing. And also getting out of a job that was really unhealthy and holding me back and kind of crushing my spirit as a personal trainer and a a fitness professional. So um, Springfield is a really small town, only has 17,000 people. And I think working within a small town, you can really change people's lives. And it's not an especially rich community or anything like that either. So I wanna help people who couldn't afford fitness elsewhere and give them the opportunity to become healthier in their best selves. Yeah, and it's interesting. I think all of this, and we'll talk a little bit about what unraveled here in the timing, but you and I had uh, been discussing about a move of some sort. We had been looking at different property across the country and kind of more or less dreaming, but also kind of, you know, um, making that statement of like, you know, this is where we can see ourselves um you know, operating the business and trying to, to run a company together. And yes. uh, I, I feel like um, things kind of just fell into place due to some, some, some life circumstances. So let's talk a little bit about that. You know, we, we were kind of loosely planning things, loosely kind of laying out what was, what was to be had um, within the near future, but things fell into place as of late. Uh, why don't you shed some light on some of those instances to our listeners? Well, um, I was living in an apartment when we were living in an apartment for, um, I was there for about three and a half years, but, um, 
I wanted to extend my lease by a little bit, but didn't really want to stay for a prolonged period of time. And I asked if I could just extend the lease for a short period of time, and they were really unhelpful. So I decided that that was kind of something that would push me in the right direction. I also um, discussed with my, my boss at that unhealthy job what it would take to keep me there, keep me happy, make me feel like I was growing within that um, work environment. And he wasn't willing to budge on anything or help on anything or try to help me progress. Um, and so those were kinds of kind of the things that pushed me in this direction. I so know. that was that was that kind of turning point, that call to action for yeah. for not only yourself but me. Um, and I think it's interesting to point out we're coming from the same company. Uh, one in which, uh, Mallory's, you know, referring to where she didn't feel valued. Um, I'm still lingering in that company, uh, making that transition, uh, myself to Tennessee. And we'll talk a little bit about the logistics there, but I think it's important to recognize that call to action, right? How things were able to switch so quickly, um, and on a dime, not just mentality wise, but just life circumstances, you know? And I think it's so important to point out for those that are listening is you can have a game plan all day yeah. um, and you can prepare, but when the fit hits the shan, you know, you've got to be ready to pivot. Yeah. Um, and sometimes it goes against what you thought uh, you, you know, had set out for yourself and um, you just got to have an open mind and uh, you can't, you can't panic, right? Like, and yeah. I think that was the important part and and why we were able to uh, handle some of these stressors very well is um, we supported each other and uh, uh, ultimately we were able to understand, you know, the opportunity in front of us. So I thought that rather than um, looking at it in a negative light, I think we had some moments where we dwelled on the fact like, oh my goodness, we could be separated potentially. But um, what it comes down to is, you know, how much, how much is a relationship worth to you? How much, yeah. how much is building your dreams worth to you? And if, yeah. if you can't, uh, if you can't in that moment decide, you know, that, that one supersedes the other, then you're, you're really not destined for a long-term, uh, meaningful relationship or even a, a, a sustainable company at that, at that rate. So uh, I think it's interesting to talk about this topic because I know there's a lot of, um, couples that are struggling in their relationship. There's a lot of business owners that are struggling with their own startup endeavors, uh, and coming from both modes and, and, and being involved in both, uh, between our relationship and our business, um, you know, is something that is really unique and I think can help a lot of people understand and maybe, um, you know, clear the air with some of the things on the table for themselves. Uh, because what it comes down to is, I mean, life is tough and you're not always going to make the right decisions. And really, you know, what is right or wrong? It's kind of, you know, it's, 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 uh, would that be objective to the, to the, or subjective to the individual? So, um, you know, really for us, uh, we had to be able to um, talk about things and communicate about what uh, what we wanted to do moving forward. And I think um, having that time to do so over the last couple of months, uh, not just planning, but kind of, you know, seeing it, like dreaming about it, you know, like we talked about it constantly, what we wanted our business to look like, where we think, you know, what type of people we wanted to serve. So, um, you know, really, really interesting to see uh, how things fall into place. Uh, Again, you can plan all day, but 
um, you know, this call to action was, was something that, uh, um, came quite sudden, you know, mm-hmm. and, and kind of, uh, swept the rug out from underneath us. Um, so let's talk a little bit about, for one, before we get into the meat and potatoes of kind of why we're here, what we've been doing, um, let's talk a little bit about the points leading up to the move. Um, what was the most exciting thing about, um, kind of starting fresh? Um, not, I mean, I guess for me, because I was with this company for almost six years, kind of not being under the tyranny of the business owner. Um, I, I think the most exciting part was just being free from that. And, um, and then getting a chance to explore down here together and, getting a chance to, I don't know, experience new things and start to get excited about our future. Yeah, absolutely. And I can certainly attest to that. I think um, before you and I had the chance to, because I really think ultimately this experience, this this uh, this kind of um, call to action, this complete pivot that's uh, become a reality for us over the last several months, uh, in preparing for this move, um, you know, we had really come together as of late in, in the process. And, uh, um, you know, for, for my couples out there that are struggling, you know, what I found throughout this endeavor, um, you know, contextually, it's a bit different, but the, the principles are the same is you have to go through experiences with the person that you're with. And I think that that's so important. And uh, the less experiences that you're able to share with someone, the less valuable that your time together seems. Mm-hmm. So um, how many couples do you know that sit in the same room and are playing on their phone? Like, like, so many. yeah, and I mean, you're totally disconnected from the individual. So yeah. I think going back to that unplugged series that we did or that unplugged episode that we did, um, in, in some of our, uh, you know, talks and discussions there. And then even just being brought together, uh, with the simple fact of kind of having to up and leave and start a new life on a complete deadline. Like Mm -hmm. we were out, uh, by June 30th, we were on the road. So that was just a couple of days ago. Um, here we are in Springfield, Tennessee, fast forward two days, uh, and even before that, we, you know, we had taken some trips and kind of leading up to we allowed ourselves to have some solitude and time to think and ponder about the possibility. Uh, and I want to dive into that really quick, because I think it's important to note that if you can't put yourself in these situations, and you can't dream it, and you can't see it, there's no way that you can live it. And um, so many people are afraid to take that step forward and afraid to take that leap of faith, especially on their own, right? Like, mm-hmm. thankfully, you and I have each other. And that's something to where, you know, when we have our weak moments, we're able to uplift each other. But what is one thing that you can say to maybe an individual out there who's struggling with this premise of um, taking that leap of faith? What can you say to them that could be that turning point uh, that allows them to change their life moving forward? Staying stagnant is much scarier than um, going out on a limb and taking a leap of faith. 
staying where you are forever and reliving the same things over and over and over and staying in the same place forever is not going to help you grow as a person. I stayed in the same unhealthy job for six years and it really did not get me anywhere. But once I finally made that decision, it was really scary at first and I did a lot of crying about it. And, um, and then... I finally kind of came to peace with the decision and I think just the sooner you can take that step the better. Don't be afraid of taking that step because not taking it's going to hurt you much more. 100% agree and uh, I think my father said it best you know he always told me I'd rather you shoot high and miss than shoot low and and hit um, you know and that that really stuck with me and I think that more people need to take that attitude. We're afraid to fail as a culture. And I wholeheartedly believe you only fail when you stop trying. Um, and when you never start trying, you're, you're really, uh, you're, you're completely lost, right? And um, there's so many people out there that haven't even made that first step forward. Um, and you're right, 100%. Um, if you're staying stagnant, you're going to remain the same, be in the same situation. And there are so many people out there that have dreams and aspirations, but don't execute. So that's a huge piece of the puzzle, folks, is making that first step forward. And, uh, you know, it's much easier said than done. Um, it's simple, but not easy. Uh, however, you know, being able to live it currently, and which is why we're speaking on it now. Um, we like to document the current time and experience that of how we're feeling and capture the moment. Um, I think it's very surreal where we're at and, and watching things uh, grow and build like it, it's fascinating to me what what the human mind can do and what what really can happen when you you work to build something not just by yourself, but a community if you have people behind you and I think that that's so special about aspiration athletics and and things to come not only um, within this company, but um, potentially others is that, you know, we're, we're looking to uh, grow the community through the message that we're spreading. And that is to take chances that is to aspire for more out of your life. And in doing so, it means to act on it as well and to execute. Um, so, you know, getting back to the point here, um, without being able to execute and take that first step forward and really live by what we preach, um, you know, if we weren't able to do that, we wouldn't be where we're at now. Um, that being said, you know, there's still a lot of work to be done. Uh, but the exciting news is, um, is we're, you know, we're looking at different properties for, for, uh, business locations. And these are all things that, you know, <laughs> rewind six, six, a little over six, six weeks ago, six hey. months ago. Um, you know, for myself, even I, I look back and I'm like, wow, six months ago, I was stuck in a classroom questioning whether this degree is going to, um, allow me to live my passion and, and see it through. And, uh, ultimately, you know, I had to make a dis, uh, decision to, take a leap of faith in my and trust my knowledge in in my experiences in the industry um based off of uh, or going against what the typical status quo is of of uh, undergraduates and and the stigma the stigma behind those who aren't um degree holders you know there was a lot that i had to battle and resistance with that um and what it comes down to is uh you know 
there's there's no degree that's going to teach you how to be worldly. There's no um, curriculum that's going to teach you how to be, uh, you know, a, a great business owner. It's all about it's all upon experience, uh, and and the same goes for entrepreneurship. Um, you can't teach that in a classroom, and I refuse to believe that. Uh, uh, you know, there, there's, there's degree programs that can instill that type of experience uh, aside from just going out and doing it. And you have to have the intrinsic drive, you know, as an entrepreneur, you, you have to have that within you. I don't think, I don't think just taking a college course or a degree program it can instill that in you. No, no. And it, it really comes down to, uh, you know, a lot of different variables. But I've always said this, and, and you and I agree on this topic of uh, you are the company you keep. Mm-hmm. And um, as much as it's important to um, act on things, it's important to also surround yourself and facilitate an environment that's going to produce positive energy and, and, and ultimately have um, support and good ideas behind it. Um, you and I talk just about everything. Uh, pertaining towards not not just um, things that are you know um, vital to our relationship but also vital to our business ventures and, and things that we want to be involved in um, together and uh, just like you know preserving preserving the continuity of a healthy relationship it takes work um, and the same can be said for business and uh, you know over the last several months it's been, uh, a huge um, time balance between us both at delegating uh, time towards, you know, trying to grow the business and, and, and put into this startup as well as uh, handling the stressors of loss, um, you know, losing your grandma a few months ago and then everything else that, that unraveled after that. There's been a whirlwind of activity over the last several months and I think that uh, there's just a lot of people out there that can benefit excuse me, benefit from hearing our story and our experiences of really kind of going through hell um, and still finding that uh, light at the end of the tunnel to keep pushing towards, um, you know, and it, it's it's really important to have that support system behind you um, and to, you know, have passion towards something because I think that if we didn't have not only passion towards each other, but passion towards the objective, passion yeah. towards our dreams, a common goal, a common goal, we would have never been able to um, endure some of these, uh, you know, unfortunate happenings as well as just the resistance yeah. we faced along the way. Yeah, I think if anything, we faced a, a lot more like hardship than easy times in a yeah. relationship, but. If anything, that's made us stronger and closer and able to persevere through kind of the daily life struggles yeah. more easily. So, because there, I'm sure there's a lot of couples out there who are thinking, how does it work between you two to be able to um, balance life and relationship and kind of the demands of each um, in, in business-related activity? Because I, I know I, I mentioned to a couple people now, uh, you know, going into business with my, my life partner and my, um, you know, my significant other, and they're, they're quick to react, uh, uh, you know, with um, uh, almost like a, like a questionable reaction, like, you know, why, why would you decide to do that? Um, so let's shed some light. What do you think is the 
most complicated aspect and then we'll also do kind of the flip say what is the most complicated aspect of um, balancing a relationship as well as uh, business ownership um i think making sure that you have equal input in it and equal parts in building it and that your vision is similar even if even if you have some different different aspects of the business that you prefer um, more than others, I think, I think just being on the same page with things is really important and investing equally. Agreed. Agreed. A hundred percent. Again, going back to that communication, right? Like yeah. knowing, like setting the foundation of expectations. Um, and not everyone's going to see the same vision. And that's why I think it's important to ultimately include others on that vision too. Um, you know, I think that too often we don't spend enough time in groups or in communities. Like I always, I always found it fascinating. I talk about this uh, with you before Mallory's back in the day uh, in, in when Native Americans used to congregate around a circle and in, in, in their small community and talk about issue pressing issues within the mm-hmm. tribe or within their culture um, and come to a common goal of how they can live more progressive. And I think that I, we try to take that same approach in our our company and business ownership and execution with, you know, not only taking input from each other, but people around us, right? Like, what do you want out of your health and fitness, right? Like, how can we help facilitate uh, the most immersive and tailor-made experience for the individual in front of us? Um And I think that we've done the footwork and we've really tried to get into people's heads at what that looks like. Um, And and in doing so, it's been a process of interpreting, you know, what that looks like to each of us. How do we bring that to life between your ideas and my ideas? And uh, um, there's been points where um, it's clearly been one-sided. Uh, and, and I've had to rein myself back in because I wasn't valuing some of your input at, at, at points. And I think that that's another thing is recognition, right? Like mm-hmm. being able to recognize that maybe you're taking the helm on things and not letting your partner contribute, uh, um, you know, uh, their, their piece of, uh, um, you know, opinions or ideas or thought like ideas that are going to, um, you know, be, progressive in the business. Um, I think that, uh, for sure you have to, you have to be able to recognize that those things are happening in order to, um, to, to correct it. Right. Um, so I, I mean, I'm not innocent there and it's, it's absolutely a, you know, a process. And nobody's perfect and we're learning from each other and growing and, um, and I think we've learned along the way how to kind of check in with one another and make sure that we are caring both for the business needs and each other's needs. And I mean, obviously there's still fine tuning to always be done, but, but I think like you said, communication is key and just being on the same page with everything. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I think it was important too, for us to have that, that time kind of going unplugged. Um, Uh, being away from our phones and our media and, and, and learning to invest in each other emotionally, um, not just physically. Yeah. And, and I know for, for you, that was more of a challenge to, 
go unplugged and all of that. And for me, I, I didn't feel that that was a challenge at all, but I, I think going unplugged really brought us a lot closer. Yeah, and it's absolutely something I want to continue to press, uh, you know, on this matter because there's so many, not just couples out there, but people out there that are struggling to kind of bring themselves back down to reality that is um, human interaction. And I think that uh, it goes widely underrecognized this day and age being that everything is so lack lacking so much interpersonal connection to where we're really stripping ourselves from those um, quality moments with not just our partners, but being in life in general and having that opportunity to not only invest in ourselves, but invest in the world around us. Like gaining perspective on the world around you will open your eyes to just about everything. What do I mean by that? Being able to listen to the sounds of nature, immerse yourself into the real world. Take a step back, unplug yourself from the monotony of your daily routine and completely subject yourself to nature and to solitude. Allow yourself that break, that time to think because your brain, your body is acting at level 100. It's, it's, it's anxious and it's looking for the next thing to get involved in. We are killing attention with lack of focus. And when you do this, you're not able to move anywhere. You're not able to execute because you can't even take that step forward. You've got your your uh, toe in 10 different puddles, you know? So it's so important to, to be able to ground yourself in reality. Um, but going into the meat and potatoes of today's show, Mallory, I want to talk a little bit about and shed some light and insight um, for our listeners about you know, what our time in Tennessee has been like, uh, what we're looking to do here, and ultimately, what can these folks in Springfield, Tennessee, uh, as well as beyond, get excited for um, what's to come with Aspiration Athletics? Um, I think our time here has been short, but kind of magical. I mean, we've been kind of rushing around from Airbnb to Airbnb, and trying out a we tried out a new gym to see what that was like and try to meet the community around here um and i think it's been wonderful we've met really kind nice people everywhere we've been and haven't had a negative experience yet i think uh what springfield can look forward to as well as like madison and hendersonville and all of the surrounding areas around the nashville uh, metropolitan area are um a a feeling of community within within their health and fitness a feeling of somewhere they can belong and feel at home and not feel judged or feel like they're imperfect because i want everybody to walk through the door and know that they're perfect just the way they are but that there's life can only get better from there hundred percent. And uh, I want to go off of that by saying, um, you know, a lot of what we believe is, is um, valuing the individual in front of us. I think coming from a situation where, you know, things are, are more uh, 
uh, corporate, like, you know what I mean? Like just not just being another cog in the machine. You and I both, we've been stripped of that value. So we know what that's like. And being business owners now, we want to be able to, um, you know, reciprocate what we've always desired and, and felt that we deserved, which was our worth being, uh, uh, valued, um, and I think that that's what we offer with Aspiration Athletics is not only value to the individual in front of us, but also tailoring that experience to them and, and totally immersing the individual in uh, something that is unique and fresh uh, that's going to be exciting and allow them to grow, not just physically, uh, but mentally and emotionally. And that's why we encompass um, a balance between our, or rather we encompass a balance in our holistic training practices in uh, what we offer with Aspiration Athletics, um, we're trying to make this accessible to all. And I think that that, was been, that has been the forefront of our mind throughout this entire experience is how can we bring fitness to everyone, not just a niche community, not just a niche population, not just a particular not just, demographic. Yeah, not just people who have enough money to hire a personal trainer. Right, exactly. And I think that that's where we lacked the passion or at least um, lacked some of the um, uh, buy-in or at least uh, commitment to our last uh, company that we were involved in, um, working for rather, is everything's just about sales. And, uh, I know it's business, business as usual, I get it, but somewhere along the line, the person has to, to, to be, uh, a piece of that puzzle. Yeah. It can't be about the dollar all the time. Yeah. And coming from a company where all that was valued was the dollar is, uh, you know, it's, we're seeing that other side and people grow and people do so much better when you invest into them, not just their, uh, schedule and trying to get them to pay for more sessions. Like when you invest in the health and well-being of the person in front of you, you know, getting an understanding of how they live their life, um, what kind of troubles they're being. It, basically, more empathy is what the world needs, and that's what we're looking to provide in our training experience. And I think that uh, I think if people are in the surrounding area. Uh, in Springfield, Tennessee, are going to be very happy um, and and ultimately thankful to have that breath of fresh air that we're going to bring in this community um, by starting something uh, huge and and different. Um, This is not going to be your lifetime. This is not going to be uh, your planet fitness. Um, You know, we we have a message. And uh, more than anything, we want people to aspire for more out of their lives and to increase the quality of their life through better health and fitness practices. Thanks for listening to today's podcast, guys. If you like the show, if you like the podcast, and if you find anything valuable out of it, we are running listener support on the podcast, so feel free to drop a donation or simply listen and continue to educate yourself along the way. We're looking forward to bringing the latest to you about all of the things unraveling with Aspiration Athletics and how we can get closer to helping you achieve your fitness goals and live a happier and healthier life.